Welcome back to Small Town Missing. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And I'd like to just go ahead and begin with saying thank you guys so much for listening. Our uh, numbers are rising steadily. They really I are. I, Rhonda showed me to him before, uh, showed me the numbers before we came yeah. up here. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's looking pretty good. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out our Instagram uh, share our podcast. Yes. Make sure you tell people about us. Yeah, and we want to hear what you guys have to say. Like, do you yeah. like the episodes? And oh, also to rate our podcast. Yes, that yes. helps us get get the word out more. Yes, if you rate it, it means it will go to more people. But, yeah, but I'm really interested in hearing what people have to say, and if they have subjects they would like us to cover. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and also, um, I do want to apologize because I told Thomas about this like separately or whatever. Mm. I sounded like a crazy lunatic, loud person the last time, so I apologize. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly it don't know. It didn't change anything. It, there was no setting that was different. It honestly even looked the same. Yeah, on the the sound looked the same when looking <laughs> at the computer. I I honestly don't know. People were probably like ripping their headphones out, like trying to get away from my voice. That's me every day of my life. I'm gonna have to listen to that because no, no, I you don't want to listen to it. I don't. Okay. No, just okay. just go ahead and take our word. It was bad. Okay. Or Got it. Will was bad. Yeah, I was like, sorry. Was we were good. We yeah, y'all were great. good. Y'all always sound demure and we like sounded professional. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys always tell me I speak too softly. So. Well, you, you do. Well, all right. Maybe uh, I could borrow some of Will's. In my, my projection. Yes. Boisterousness. <laughs> I'll project oh, like Will. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. Okay. So I guess you're you're handing it off yes, to me. I am. Passing the baton. Okay. Yes. Here we go. So today we're going to be talking about Carolyn Elizabeth Lawson, and uh, she is missing from Jasper, Alabama. Now, Carrie, uh, Carolyn went by Carrie, mm. and she and her husband, Earl, had been married 18 months when early on the morning of September 11th, 1991, the couple received a call. Mm. And the caller claimed to be a nurse from a local hospital in Jasper and was calling to inform them that Earl's father had been injured and was at the hospital. Now, some accounts say that it, Earl, uh, the nurse, air quote nurse, mm-hmm. uh, said that his father had been taken ill, not injured, so... Little discrepancies yeah, there. Yeah, that, that far is as, a discrepancy. Yeah, just a little bit. So uh, the couple, you know, gathered up their things and stepped out of the house, hurrying to their car, which mm-hmm. was sitting outside, my understanding, in a carport. So they didn't go into a garage or okay. anything. Okay. Okay. So it was sitting outside, and uh, they were approached by a masked gunman. Mm. So the gunman forced Carrie to tie her husband up, and in case I didn't say it, she she went by Carrie instead of Carol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the gunman forced her to tie her husband up i think uh tied her his hands up mm-hmm. and uh or tied his hands together and then the gunman carried uh kidnapped carrie and the two of them drove away in carrie's 1991 ford explorer oh wow that reminds me a lot of i don't know have y'all ever seen the the movie the zodiac i guess or whatever yeah yeah um you remember like i know one of the victims had to i think it was a, a girl like she tied up her lover or her boyfriend yeah. Yeah. and you know a similar type of thing happened i'm like god that's scary i don't know it is because it was like you know whenever they received the call it was like i don't know if i'd necessarily say middle of the night but i want to say it was maybe midnight 1 a.m or so yeah maybe to get him out of the house yeah so that you know to step outside of your home your nice comfortable safe home and be faced with something like that is you know pretty scary Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and the following morning lawson called her family and she was obviously concerned for her safety and, and voiced that to her family and there was a $300,000 ransom demanded for her return. Oh, my gosh. And what year was this? This was 1991, September oh, okay. 11th, wow. 1991. That's a lot of money, too, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's still a lot of money. 
I mean, that was what, 30 years ago? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It really is. Don't yeah. say that. Don't say that. Don't yeah. say it. Uh, yeah. Believe yeah. it or not. 28 years old. Don't, don't say that was 30 years ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And I don't know. I think they talked to the kidnapper also. I'm not really 100% sure on that. I'd have to go back and look at my notes. But obviously, my notes are going to be in our, our show notes at the mm-hmm. uh, whenever we yep. po- post this. So the family got together, uh, and I believe it was her father who paid the money. And they followed the directions of the kidnapper, and apparently the kidnapper had them going from place to place. And they uh, they dropped it in the final location, and the money was picked up about two days later, but Carrie was not released. Mm, well, you know, and it, it's weird, too, because... I just don't know with ransom and stuff like that. It's always such a such a big thing. Like, do you think that they'll end up they'll you know fulfill their part of the bargain? It's just it's so hard to say. And that's what uh, one of the articles the husband said is he was hoping whenever he got home, basically she would show up pretty much shortly after he arrived. You know, safe and sound. But that's yeah. not what happened. No. Okay, so when Carrie wasn't released, the FBI um, made a uh, made the ransom call public. Uh, the re- recording. Uh, playing it over local radio and television. Mm-hmm. And according to AL.com News Birmingham, the person on the call was identified as businessman Jerry Blaine. Oh, wow. They found out? Or, yes. Oh. So, so this is a little bit different from our normal podcast, yes. our missing yeah. podcast, because yeah. they know who did this, but she still. never showed up. She was oh. She's still missing. Mm. Okay. So on with the story. Uh, businessman Jerry Blaine, and Blaine had once been the president of a mining and land reclamation company there in Jasper, Alabama. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Jasper, Alabama, I guess it's about not quite mid-state, Yeah, um, but it's really rough country mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lots of mines. Uh, I think there's been strip mining. I'm not that familiar with it, but I believe way back when they did strip mining. But then there's also, uh, I don't know how you would call it, but you know, in the ground mines also. Oh, so there's like mines all over yes. the area. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to pull up an image, if I could, of the different mines in the area. I didn't get around to it, but mm-hmm. my understanding, it's, you know, a lot of mines, a lot yeah. of mining in the area. Yeah, that's a significant <clears throat> portion of land that you could potentially, you know, store something or someone. Hide something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is... Yeah. Mm. Okay, according to APnews.com, on October 1st, 1991, for some reason, law enforcement was afraid... A Bland would kill himself uh, if they made an attempt to arrest him. Authorities began focusing on Bland's associates, which eventually led them to Karen McAllister McPherson. I'm sorry, Karen Lancaster McPherson. Mm-hmm. Now, McPherson was Bland's cousin by marriage, and she, uh, the two of them were close. The uh, law enforcement searched her home and found thousands of dollars there, and she went on to identify Bland as Carrie's kidnapper. Mm-hmm. And she is actually the one who made the call to the Lawson home, posing as the nurse. And she is also the one who dropped Bland off at the Lawson home. Mm. Well, who was the one that answered the phone when they when she apparently made the call as the nurse? You know, I don't know which of the couple, Carrie or her or her husband, husband yeah. Earl, mm, which to answered the husband. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, no, not even that. Okay. Just saying that, you know, if, if she was the one that answered the phone call, you would think that maybe she'd recognize her voice or something like that, you know, if she was that close with... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Bland was oh, the I see. dude okay. who kidnapped her. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah Jerry, they were cousins. Yes, Jerry I Bland see. and Karen McPherson were, co- were cousins see. by marriage. Okay. Carrie and Karen were not I said, connected. y'all, this thing, I'm telling yeah, you. Carrie and Karen were not connected. Uh, ignore yeah. that. Ignore that. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure the husband was certainly looked at 
close. Oh, I mean, that's usually what happens. You know, yeah. Whoever's closest to first the person. person. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, McPherson claimed to have seen Carrie alive up to two days after the kidnapping. No, I don't know if she just things happened so quickly. She didn't see Bland after that or, yeah. or what. But uh, Bland went on to uh, say that uh, Carrie had uh, escaped and run off into the woods. Well, <laughs> BS. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, she'd show back up. I mean, goodness. There, there'd be something. Somebody would find something. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's what he had told McPherson. So anyway, let's uh-huh. moving on. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of skipping around on my notes here. On September 28th, 1991, federal agents had searched Bland's home. And the following information is from Margaret Smith. And I'll try to pronounce this name correctly. Kubzin. K-U-B-I-S-Z-Y-N. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. <clears throat> and, sure. Uh, we'll Al- go with it. Yeah. AL.com News Birmingham. Uh, and that was from an, an article on March 7th, 2019. Now she, Margaret Smith, uh, Margaret, let's go with that, yeah. is Carrie's sister. Mm, okay. And so okay. she had done this interview, like I said, 2019. And she said authorities searched Bland's house and questioned him, but they actually left him in the house. They didn't oh. try to arrest him. Instead, his house was staked out during the weekend, and she goes on to say, we all went to bed that night thinking he was they were going to arrest him, and when we woke up the next morning, he was dead. Uh, I just remember being nauseous. Oh, my God. Yes, because during all this, while they were you know, staking out the house over the weekend, apparently his family members had left the home. He was there alone. And had shot himself. Oh, wow. Well, and exactly what they thought would happen. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly what they thought would happen. Yes, you're Which 100%. There's no well. way of getting him to admit where she is. No, exactly. Like, you know. Yep. That's right. And that, you're right, Thomas, because he left behind a suicide note, but there was no information in the note about Carrie's location. And all, all he said in the note was, I'm sorry, right? I, they've never let that be public. So oh. we have no idea. Okay. I was going to say, I'm sorry is not enough. Like, if you, at all. No, no, but authorities went on to find about $250,000 in the house. Oh, so they found the money that he, yep. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's you know, pretty much a sure thing, even though he didn't go to trial or anything like that. Shoot, it said 250000 Where's the other 50000 uh, Use it on something. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, and plus they had Karen McPherson, who said that Bland is the one that did it. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, she went on to plead guilty to Carrie's kidnapping, saying she was only an accomplice and she didn't know where Carrie was. And like I said before, supposedly Jerry Bland had told Karen McPherson that uh, Lawson had escaped and run into the woods. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where would she have gone, though, that like if she just ran into the woods? Well, you know? Do you really buy Nowhere. that? No. No. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, but nobody's going to buy she, that. She's buried in a mine somewhere. Well, also, yeah. this is like, it's like, you know, Jasper, Alabama. I mean, I don't, I'm not expecting mountains and desert, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's like, I guess, forests and everything, but I don't think... You could live in it and like find your way back home. I'd assume. Yeah, I don't. It's it's woods and holes in the ground. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. Which I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless like. I mean, there, there's a possibility she ran off and fell into a mine. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like maybe if I she mean, fell into yeah, a mine. Yeah, there's a possibility, but it's between slim and none. Yeah, I don't trust that at all. I think they did something with her and put her somewhere. Yeah, and uh, McPherson is actually serving a life sentence in Alabama, and she's been up for parole a few times. I haven't seen anything uh, doing in the research since uh, 2016 when she came up for parole, and obviously each time it's been denied. I, I better be. So I don't know when she's up for parole, You know when the next one is, but I assume she's still in prison. Yeah, which um, I don't know, y'all. That's just such a scary story. Just You, you start out. You never know like when your last day is going to be your last day or something. You start out, you're resting at home, and then all of a sudden you're put on this like 
just whole your whole life oh, yeah. turns upside down. That's yeah. so crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, over the years they've done some searching. Obviously, she's still out there somewhere, and the family wants closure. In 1996, investigators pumped out a pool at a mine in Tuscaloosa County, searching for remains. Nothing found. Uh, later in 1996, a search was made of Lake Tuscaloosa. Uh, 1997, an inmate claimed to know how Carrie was murdered and where her remains were, uh, but the search of the site turned up nothing. Mm-hmm. So I assume it was kind of like, hey, if I say this, I can get out can of get prison out, yeah. for a, a day or two or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah for while or they the, do the search. But there's also the possibility of something happening, like water rushing away the dirt and what was left. Or, or maybe whoever like yeah. had put her there moved her yeah. or something like that. I mean, that. you never know. Yeah. Yeah, true. Especially I mean, with stuff right. like this. I mean, we're literally working with something that there's almost no information. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is just assumptions well, at this point. And it's so weird to hear Rhonda talking about this kind of info and it's local. I'm like that that's so crazy to me. Or you know, like local to us in in, in uh in a way, like it's near yeah, us. Local like, that's adjacent. Like, that's like a freaking biography or like some kind of documentary you'd see on Netflix. Like that sounds so over the top and crazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, moving on, in 2002, a search took place near the community of Samantha. Again, nothing found. And uh, as I said, uh, Carrie, to this day, nothing has been found on her, no additional information. And due to Bland's connection with the coal mining industry, it's believed that her remains are buried in an abandoned coal mine somewhere in the Jasper area. Yeah, which, I mean, you wouldn't go in there because, I mean, I wouldn't trust going into a mine that was abandoned. No, no. And uh, Carrie was declared legally dead in 1993, which I thought they waited seven years. Yeah, but this too. was only like two years. So I don't know if they just felt that certain about yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder if it was like uh, the extenuating circumstances being like, oh, well, she's obviously not coming. It's weird, you know, because maybe, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why they do that. Uh, yeah, but with her, you know, one uh, kidnapper in jail and then the other one dead, I guess they assumed, you know, if she could escape, she would have she escaped. She would have already. So. Yeah. And if she was still alive being held, there was nobody there to feed and care for her yeah true and like Rhonda said too it's like you know with the other cases we've talked about there's never been any semblance of oh we have a lead on where the body is or anything like that so we can't really prove that she's alive or dead but like we're you know we're holding out hope because like we haven't had any other you know developments in the case but this was a pretty significant development they know who did it yeah yeah absolutely uh so as i said legally compared declared dead 1993 her husband uh has since remarried now, she was only 25 years old at the time of her kidnapping. Yeah. And as I said earlier, they had only been married for eight, 18 months, so pretty Jesus. much newlyweds, and they were very young, both uh, recently out of law school, which leads me Uh-oh. to some of the conspiracy theories. Oh, there's conspiracies. Oh, my. Yes. We got a couple here. Okay, so Carrie's sister, Margaret, uh, thinks that Bland and McPherson didn't act alone, and Bland was possibly killed by someone and not suicide. Mm-hmm. Someone else mm. did this. And uh, he was alone at uh, in the home at the time of his suicide. So don't know. But that's one of the conspiracy theories is someone had killed him. Or there was someone else who was working with these two. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of makes you wonder, uh, is this why McPherson has never said where Car- Carrie's body is? Mm. Because maybe this third person intimidates her? Yeah. It's like... If- and this is this is Rhonda's speculation. Yeah, you know, going awesome. along with this conspiracy theory. You know, if this person could get to Jerry Bland, this person could get to me. So, you know, it just makes it interesting. Maybe there was a third person. Who knows? Yeah, I, well, and I'm hoping one of these little conspiracies is that Carrie herself. That's what I was just about to say. Yep. Was that maybe Carrie was involved, orchestrated this? I'm, maybe she I faked her it. own kidnapping to get money. 
Well, it just reminds me. That's of that, interesting, uh, Thomas. Did you ever? And uh, speculation, by the way. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent speculation. But yeah. I, have y'all ever seen the movie? Um, oh my gosh, Gone it's with Girl? Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, it's with Bruce Willis and um, uh, Kate Blanchett, and I can't even bandits. Bandits. Have y'all ever seen, seen that? It, no. I've never seen it. Well, she ends up like Kate Blanchett's character ends up being kidnapped by these people, but slowly over the movie she falls in love with like the both of them and mm. kind of starts taking parts in the thing so you know i, I don't know it's just it, it's weird to think about but i, I love a good uh conspiracy theory like ronda yeah. said yeah yeah i mean that one's certainly interesting and it's uh you know maybe there was a third person who knows and then uh, second conspiracy theory and i'm sure there's more but these yeah, are the two yeah. i noted as in this uh uh possibly you know lawson had just started working for a, uh, or fairly recently, had started working for a Jasper law firm. And could she possibly have uncovered some information on Jerry Bland? Oh, very true. Because mm, like you said, they're in law, they're in like attorneys and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They have the capacity to determine, like overturn info like that. Yeah. And apparently uh, from what I've read in some of these sources, he needed money. I don't know what happened, why he was no longer president of the company, or if that happened after he was implicated in this, I'm not really sure. But, you know, was there something going on there where maybe he was ousted, he needed the money, and maybe she uncovered something about his business dealings? Yeah. I don't know. But that's another conspiracy theory. It'd be interesting to know if any of the family had ever heard her say anything about, you know, yeah. something that she uncovered. And one of my favorite rules, and I don't know, Rhonda, if you've heard it, but when I listen to Crime Junkie, she's like, if you have a secret, always tell somebody. Because, <laughs> like, you never know when you're going. So, Thomas and Rhonda, y'all are my people. If I have a secret, I'll tell you. Okay. All I right. Promise. Uh, hey, All right. goes for me too. Uh, whatever it is, Will, I'll <laughs> yeah. share with you guys. Okay. As of uh, 2016, I think it was, her father was still alive. Her mother mm-hmm. had passed away, but her father was still alive and he was still following up any leads that would come about. Of course. Of uh, course. And apparently, I, I'm assuming one of the reasons she was targeted because her her family was wealthy. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he had shelled out quite a bit of money to try to locate her over the years. Yeah. yeah. Well, more than that. Yeah. Because he put, that was the initial ransom plus whatever he's put out since. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, you know, I, he hired a detective and the detective stayed with it until he passed away. Oh, wow. So, you know, he's he's definitely put some money into it trying to find find her and have closure. Plus, it's hard. Yeah. But uh, again, this mm. was offered at one time. I assume it's still out there. I'm not 100%, but that was a $100,000 reward for it any information on her whereabouts. And like we always say when we close these out, if you do have any information, you can get in touch with the Walker County Sheriff Department, 205-302-6464. Oh, wow, Carrie. It's just, um, I love covering these types of stories and stuff because like you said, Rhonda, that should be something that's like super, in my opinion, like with the way you just explained this case, like something that's super well-known. I don't know. That seems like a very remember. Like I can remember that story very easily. So it's weird to say that I've never heard about that. Well, that was thirty years ago. Yeah, true. So you know, it's quite some time ago. And I'm sure when this first happened. I mean, some of my sources. I'm looking here. We've got the New York Times. We've got AP oh, wow. News. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, on Charlie Project. Um, so the, you know, there were numerous newspapers. I don't know about any shows that she may yeah. have been featured on, like any yeah. missing person shows. But you know, a lot of time has passed. But um, yeah, I'm sure back in the day it was very well known, certainly in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Local legend. That's local legend stuff kind of territory right there, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Yeah, definitely. So, any, well, any other input, you guys? No. 
Alrighty then. Wonderful story. We'll uh, catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. And we hope you guys continue. And um, and don't forget, we also put out other episodes on our RTW's Wild History yes. Ride feed. That's every other Saturday yes, that we do. Ev- we alternate Saturdays. So just remember to check this out. Or check right. that out, I mean. Yeah, please download. Right. Thank you all very much. Right, bye, catch guys. You next time. Bye.